Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. A million things that are necessary to heal a brain and make a difference in the world are the backside of what we got going here. Mm-hmm. And they were all in our favor. Right. Every box was checked that says, we can do this, we should do this, because virtually nobody else can do this. Fitness and wellness expert, naturopath, and adventure enthusiast, Wendy Pett. And my husband, Todd Isburner. He's a fundraising guru, men's mentor, and Bible scholar. And as a couple, we're going to share riveting breakthrough stories from our guests who've experienced the meaning of a changed life. Our hope is that you will be inspired, equipped, and entertained along your own life journey. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Welcome to this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm Wendy Pett. I'm Todd Isburner. And we have a really serious topic actually to talk about today. I'm going to dive right in. I'm going to read from uh, the U.S. News. It's an article that came out um, Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. And it says, J. Faye Fraser was in the backseat of her father's sedan heading home from feeding the homeless on Thanksgiving 2016 when another car rear-ended them on the highway. The driver's seat collapsed backward from the sudden force of the rear impact, slamming into Jay Fay's head. And her mother, Michelle, recounted, she lurched forward and the seat collapsed backward, and it basically cracked her skull all the way around. Uh, Michelle, who lives in Dallas, said that it was a 360-degree fracture. Jay Fay, who was only 12 at the time, had been a state champion gymnast and nationally performing dancer. These days, she is wheelchair-bound, unable to speak, and fed through a tube in her stomach. And her parents are on a mission to make sure this doesn't happen to any other family. Welcome, Michelle and Jason Fraser, to your biggest breakthrough. Thank you for joining Thank you. us. Thanks for having Thanks. us. I'm glad to be yeah. here. You guys have got, I, I've commented on this before to Wendy, uh, you've just got the greatest smiles. And it's the, honestly, <laughs> the first, it's the first thing that encourages us because when we hear a story like that, you know, some people are going to get the impression as, wow, they must really be, you know, kind of down about that whole thing. And you've just gone through this incredible um, transformation, if you will, just really breaking through from, from what could have been to what is and what can be. So I think we need to just get right in and find Let's out. Talk from, about the story. Just recount the story for yeah. us. And then we want to just talk about the your your journey of faith and how you got to where you are today, where you can smile big and handle uh, what God has given you. Yeah, I'll tell the story, but I'll tell you what, our daughter smiles brighter than us. Oh, yeah. so, she always did, and wow. she's doing it again, and okay. was doing it just before we stopped to talk to you guys. Yeah. So she's uh, awesome. she's incredible. And so you look at her smile, and you think, why not me smiling? Right. She's going to do it. <laughs> That's so good. She's our, she's our spiritual leader in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so, so we were feeding the homeless, uh, which we do every year. I'm on the board of a a church down in Southeast Dallas, which is a largely impoverished area and have been for a decade and a half. So my kids have never known anything but to go down and and serve uh, however we can for all the holidays. So this was Thanksgiving Day. 
Uh, we went down, we served, we spent a few hours there. We had one of her best friends from dance with us. So there were five of us in the sedan and we were headed north to come back home to our own Thanksgiving meal when uh, we slowed down and the guy behind us did not. That's really the simplicity of the whole story. Like no forewarning, no forewarning at all. Did, did you, no. was it in the evening? Was it dark out? It was a beautiful, sunny, okay. warm, yeah. 65 degrees and beautiful, perfect out. Not, not a lot of traffic. There was just relatively no reason other than uh, just what goes on constantly, which is there's just distracted driving everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for, for a myriad of reasons, there's just people yeah. looking at their phones and their, and, their, and their screens in their vehicles and out the window and they might be tired or what have you. There's a lot of reasons, but ultimately they're just distracted. They're not paying great attention to the road and they run into the back of you. And so there's no, you know, there's no move you can make to, to avoid something like this. You just, you just kind of a sit and duck and you get rear ended. Yeah. And so there were five of you in the car and um, Jay Faye, and I know that this is kind of a nickname. What is her, her real name, her given name? Jaden Faith. Faith is part of the name. <laughs> I love it. I love part it. Of the journey now too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there were five of you in the car and, and Jay Faye, um, uh, was she the the only one that got injured and um, life changing situation, or were anyone else in the car? She's the only one that got seriously injured. I was in the hospital as well um, mm. with a, a pretty serious concussion. I had some ramifications from that for maybe a week. Okay, but I was only in the hospital for twenty four to thirty hours or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and then I joined the family. Yeah, it's but that's but that's what cars are designed to do, and that's why we're on this mission. This car, this vehicle is a great vehicle, and it was more safe than many vehicles. And mm-hmm. and so you can't say that this isn't going on everywhere. This right. is just cars. It's an, it's a situation where this vehicle performed just like it was meant to, mm-hmm. and still the seat encroaches into your daughter's headspace and cracks her skull open. It kills people worldwide. It maims people worldwide. This is not a a, a Fraser family story, uh, and we found others throughout yeah. this journey uh, that are going through the exact same thing. And so we're like, with all the HIPAA laws that are out there and, and non-disclosure of information at hospitals, and we were able to find several people in the same boat. Hmm. We started our eyes started opening, going, "Whoa, there's something wrong with vehicles." Mm-hmm. Wow, wow! So that is so completely, totally um, unfamiliar to 99.9 percent mm-hmm. of us. Like none of us get in our vehicle with passengers in the rear thinking. Well, if I got rear-ended, my seat's going back and I'm going to hurt somebody. I mean, right? We just, we just, I, I we would say virtually 100% of people yeah. don't know that. Unless you yeah. work in a, a children's pediatric ICU, yeah. uh, these doctors know about it. These nurses know about it because they're seeing more and more of it constantly. Because we're always told that the children are safer in the back seat, right? Especially at a certain yeah. age and weight, yeah. not yeah. to be in the front we, we seat, but in the back seat. By the book, everything. Right. So let's, let's, go, let's exactly. go back to the, just right at that impact moment what happened right after that i mean those are the kinds of things that you they're almost like lived out in slow motion right because you didn't expect it it just came out of nowhere what was the reaction from each of you and and what was going on in the car definitely a michelle story because yeah, i was he was, I was, nearly <laughs> he was kind of wandering okay. around like yeah, that. yeah you know mm. when it happened we it, i remember i mean everything which is kind mm. of interesting like i remember we were having this funny conversation. JFA was giving me a little bit of 
of the business because <laughs> I, I got, we were all done. We were all volunteering and I got put over in a, d- a different section to sort some clothes. And she's like, mom, I don't think you did anything. I said, I did things. Okay. I wasn't in your section. I got assigned to a different section. Um, <laughs> mom was, did not work hard. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, like, I don't think mom did anything. That's and funny. I did, but this was kind of our banter, you know, just having fun. <laughs> You know, and then it was just like a bomb went off. I mean, Mm. it was the craziest, loudest, you know, we lurched forward Mm. and and Jason's like, what just, what happened? And and we're just all kind of like, what is going on? Uh And um, of course we come to a stop and. And Michelle was in the backseat, so she rebounded. Okay, she lurched forward. The oh, people okay, backward. Right. So she was she was rear she was rear aligned here. Yeah, so I was just felt she was the, behind story, me. Just, right. You and, go backward than forward. Right. So I was sitting behind my son. JFA was behind Jason, and then our friend was in the middle. And mm-hmm. I remember um, just sort of saying, "What?" And Jason jumped out. You know, he jumped out basically trying to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And very quickly I looked over and saw that um, I kind of looked at our friend and thought, okay, she's all right. And um, Jace was turned around. My son was turned around looking at his sister and he's like, mom, something's wrong. And mm-hmm. and so we got, I looked at, I said, Dasha, get out, you know, just you're good. Get out, scoot over next to her, put my, you know, at this point she's, sort of slumped and, and, um, and starting to do convulsing and, you know, just having seizure like activity. And, um, and I remember saying, Jason, you got to get back here. you got to come, come right now. There's it's bad. Mm. And he came around and, and I remember saying this to him and you would remember, remember this part. Yeah. So she's sitting here and, I've got my arm around her and um, she's, you know, just gasping for breath and his seat, his seat is laying between her legs. And I remember looking at him. I'm like, why do you have your seat back like that? Mm, Wow. And he's like, babe, I can't drive. I didn't do that. I can't drive like that. And I just remember thinking it's between her legs, you know, why? Mm. And it broke completely. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that very vividly, like that is wrong looking, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so anyways, at that point, um, we had a really good Samaritan who stopped and, um, we had a few things happen that God just had his arms around us, you know, a few things that just sort of played out in our favor because JFA was dying. And, um, and so at that point we had the paramedics come we were within a couple of minutes from a trauma one children's hospital. Oh, wow. Go figure. Mm, you know, yeah, there's yeah. not many yeah. of them, but right, we right. were there. And, right. and he asked me, I got in the, I just basically let them, I, I just said, I'm going, you know, I just remember grabbing my purse and going with her and I got in the front and he said, where do you want to go? I said, go to children's. And so, um, that's, that's where we went. They, Jason got taken, <laughs> After a, a little bit of a skirmish, <laughs> well, Jason, were you he fighting him off? What he, he didn't, didn't want to go? Leave his family, but he didn't yeah. realize right. his yeah. family was already gone. You know, uh, and so heavily concussed. I was yeah. a mess. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, anyway, so we went to Children's, and it was just immediately a beehive of activity, basically trying to save her life, and that's mm. kind of the, what happened. 
Well, I know it's so hard to even relive it and talk it through, and I know y'all have shared it probably on numerous occasions. So, um, you know, maybe it's it's okay to do now, but I know it's still not easy, right, to, to relive that, especially, um, you know, thinking, well, what would I have done differently? Or And, and so I guess that's kind of the, the question immediately. Is there anything that you could have or would have done differently at that yeah, or did, in this, in this situation. Yeah, or did those thoughts go through your head at right. all? Right. They went through my head afterward. But after a lot of introspection and, and deep thought for many, many sleepless nights, mm-hmm. um, I landed on there was no evasive measure to be taken. There was no. nothing we could have done other than this was ordained by God. This was not mm-hmm. in our plan. This was not our vision. This was nothing that this is happening just, we believe, like it's supposed to. That was hard to swallow for a bit, but, (laughs) uh, you know, when you come from a place where your child was dead on the side of the road to Mm -hmm. now she's going to school and laughing and smiling. And like I said, we just saw her giggling and goofing around as we came up here, Mm -hmm. you know, every day is a great day. Mm -hmm. It's, it's it's beautiful. She's our Lazarus, you know, not a lot of people get to see that. Well, you've got a great attitude about, you know, where she is, where, what could have been versus what is right now. You've got a very optimistic outlook, and I'm sure that's rubbing off big time on JFA and she on you as well. Not to mention all the people that you're impacting yeah, through your yeah, story, yeah. through social media. And I mean, I mean, I, okay, I'm going to just say that, you know, I have tapped into your Miracle Mondays numerous times, and I have been in tears, and I've been praying for you guys for years, like, um, seriously, and praying for JFA. And I've never even met JFA, but I feel like I know her, you know? And so um, I think there's so many people like that that are prayer warriors for your family. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's something so powerful about sharing your story, right? That others can come along and, and grieve with you and yet hold up your, your arms when you're tired and all the things. So, um, so thank you for, for having that Miracle Monday mm-hmm. uh, moments that you've had. And I know it was just an outlet at first, but it, it turned into uh, so much more. Well, I think it's just, it's great that you intentionally chose to see good in something that was so bad. And Jason, something you said just moments ago uh, about some of those sleepless nights and wrestling, was there anything I could have done? Finally getting to the point where God gave you the freedom so you could free yourself from any sort of nagging thoughts about what if and should I and could I and all that. So you were free. And I think that that was maybe perhaps for you a door opener to say the next thing that you said, because you said this was God ordained. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, that like just stops me and lots of other people. Like, so you're saying that this, this accident was something that God ordained. Can you explain that a little bit? I think there's a lot more to this than what we can mm-hmm. tangibly see, touch, feel. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very special girl, always has been. She's just right. been an immense light from the day she was born. And she, I believe, was born into this body to do huge things and, and move the rest of the world, just like she's done our family. And uh, that works in mysterious ways. Sometimes it's, it certainly wasn't, like I said, according to any plan that we've had, but we now see that she's moving the world uh, in much bigger ways than mm-hmm. she could have had she not been hurt. And, and so is our family. We're not even there yet. We're still, we're just getting going. And right. I, I foresee huge future things mm-hmm. um, with her name on them, you know, and right. uh, we're all only here for a finite amount of time. Uh, we all are. And, and yeah. when we get called home, it's time. And uh, I don't know when her time will be, but she's been immensely impact- impactful <laughs> and continues to be. Um, yeah. And so I believe that this was ordained in yeah. her life. 
had a calling on it from before she even was born. It's beautiful. Not too many people would have that kind of attitude or disposition about the the circumstance. And so, um, wow, just awesome. And, and I believe, uh, you are, you're right. I mean, she's just putting smiles on people's faces that would have never known her otherwise and, and, and encouraging their faith through her, uh, perseverance and her strength. You guys talk about her being strong a lot and she is strong and she helps others become strong because if JFA can do it, I can do it, you know? Mm. And, um, and so where have you always had this kind of faith? Where did that come from? I think we have always felt um, we've always felt a found, that foundation for our family, but it's interesting because I think when you know faith is sort of easier to talk about when it's in theory. Right, right. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, yeah, even a big God, you know, uh, and you can preach I'm, that I'm one. right yeah. there. And yeah. um, but but when then it's your time to act. It's yeah, when it when it gets <laughs> tested, I mean, you really get the kind of that moment of rubber hitting the road. And and we have Wendy and I have chatted about this, but I had that kind of faith testing moment where when when we did when we had that you know, sort of experience when I had the experience in the ER, I was alone. He was in a different hospital. My son had not been brought to children's yet. He, my son was fine, but they wanted to bring him to be checked out. So it was me and JFA. And so she's, you know, with this beehive of activity around her trying to save her life. And I remember sitting in this little room by myself and I'm just, you know, got her blood on me and Mm -hmm. they were checking me out. I'm like, I'm fine. You know, can you just direct me to a restroom? And, you know, you're just sort of reeling, like what is happening right now? And I remember going in the bathroom and looking in the mirror and, and I just felt like this is the moment, like this is that moment of it's either faith or fear. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking in the mirror and going, okay, God, I'm just going to trust you right now. Wow. And I'm going to step out with both my feet in faith because I kind of knew also, you know, I had this sense that if I, if I even dipped a toe into fear, it would just swallow me whole. You know, mm. if, if I even like sort of thought for a minute of, you know, this is not going to be okay. I was just going to be crumbled. And so, and, and, and in that moment, I really felt like, I just had, I mean, this, un, you know, really indescribable and unsuitable uh, peace, <laughs> un, yeah. unsuitable for the moment, you know, I just had peace. And, uh, and I remember seeing, you know, all of our friends came to the ICU once she got moved to ICU and we were, I was in the ICU waiting room and one of my friends said, you were just weirdly peaceful. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I was like, is she in shock? It's so strange because I just kept saying, you know, I really believe this is going to be good. You know, they're, they're doing what they can. And we're just in a place of trusting God. And, Mm. you know, there's nothing we can do. We can just, you know, and, and it, I really do feel like that, you know, if you haven't had that moment of sort of that your, your faith's been tested, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming for you, you know, and, and, and it's not like, you know, I don't think God sets up pitfalls for people, but it's just the human experience. Right. right and I think that's right. why 
maybe the Miracle Mondays resonate with people because everybody is is having at one moment their deep, dark night of the soul. You know, yes. they're having their valley. And so the details differ between our valley and someone else's, but the feelings are the same. Mm-hmm. And True. God is the same. Yes, God is right. ever present yeah. and ready for us to lean into him and, and lean upon his strength. Mm. And so I think that's what we try to put out there as a message in a general sense is, Hey, you know, we've got a detail, you've got details, you've got a story, we've got a story, but we've all got this bigger God. That's an opportunity. And you can't go in with it uh, lukewarm. It's it's the all or nothing. Jason, I'm going to get to you in a minute, but I have to get back up and and I just need to find out from Michelle because you, you, you're in the hospital and you're making that decision then and there. I'm choosing in the bathroom. Over (laughs) in the bathroom. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, that, that that's awesome to be that intentional. Um, were there times though, uh, after that, where you had to reinforce that decision? In other words, did you slip back into fear once I need to redecide again? Okay. No, I just chosen faith because some of our listeners are going through that right now. They say, well, I want that kind of faith that Michelle has. I'm in a bad situation and I'm very afraid and I don't know how to choose faith. And if I do, will it stick? How did you make that stick? Yeah, of course. You know, of course there's, it's, it's your child, you know, it, you, you have um, moments. Certainly I had moments of just, you know, sort of being at her bedside and just kind of, I mean, you just almost be shaking like this is sort of not happening, but then it's interesting because I think God always uses those opportunities to bring you something, you know, Mm. and I remember it was around Christmas time. And I remember I was maybe in one of those places, you know, just feeling like, you know, what is happening, you know, what is going to happen and, um, and just kind of out of nowhere, you know, the song we, we played music by her bed and, mm-hmm. and it was that don't worry, be happy, the pentatonic version, you know, and it was like, I just feel like, I feel like God always kind of gives us a little, you know, the little, little God wing oh, here and there, yeah. mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. if we really need it, you know, and if we're also, we have to be aware, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I just feel like always somebody would come in and bring me a book. Somebody would mm-hmm. come in and, you know, have a phrase or have a, send me a, you know, we got so, so many, so much support that I feel like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the way that God supported me was through others, you know, just loving on us. So good to hear. Yeah. That, that, yep. that is so good to hear. And it's also another message for those of us who know somebody who's going through something tough, just to, to continue to help. Them. Yeah. Surround them mm-hmm. with love and, and give them an opportunity to make that choice of faith rather than slipping back into fear. Yeah. So, and, and Jason, what about your faith? Where, where were you at with your faith? So I remember when I came up from the concussion, she seemed much further down the faith um, line than I was. <laughs> I, I was I was weak, and she was stronger. Mm. And I, I that was a t- it was a place in time. I, I think over time, I've 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 kind of caught up with her somewhat. But yeah. she, it was. I mean, it's weird to say this, but I almost felt like with all the reading and studying and learning and teaching that she's done over the years, I almost feel like she was ready for something like mm-hmm. this. And she mm-hmm. had enough between her ears that she was ready to put it into action. Interesting. Um, you know, and I just felt like I was, I was a little um, delayed from that in her uh, because I remember thinking she was like, honey, 
we've got this. And I was like, got what? She goes, we can do this. And I go, no, we can't. And she's like, no, I think that if anybody in the world can do this, we can do this. We've wow. got the faith. We've got the community. We've got finances. Mm-hmm. We've got the ability that, for example, I didn't have to work and still got paid. I mean, there's just a million things that are necessary to heal a brain and make a difference in the world on the backside of what we got going here. Mm-hmm. And they were all in our favor. Right. Every box was checked that says we can do this. We should do this because virtually nobody else can do this. You know, those I, are, I mean, those are, sorry, those are literally verbal declarations that you were making. And that, that I just want to pause for a minute again, because words. some of us, we, we need to speak it out loud. We need mm-hmm. to believe that if, if our faith is in the right place, if we know who he is and how much he loves us, that we can trust him. Then I can declare out loud just what you were doing, Jason, that, you know, we can do this. And you weren't saying we can do this on our own without God. You were saying we oh, can no. do this. But she was right. And I eventually got there and I saw that, you know, many, many people uh, lose their livelihood. They, they lose their houses. They lose their cars. They lose their jobs. They lose their child in this process. Yeah, yeah. And we lost none of those mm-hmm. and have come out stronger on the other side. And that's God. That's not yeah. us. You know, yeah. that is that we are, we are the fortunate ones. And because we were able to, I feel come through this even stronger than before. Um, that's why we're on a mission to make this make sense, yes. and make a difference and to, right. and to make this world a better place with this example. God can trust you with this mission. Mm. And that's what I believe is that he knew that you were up for the, up for the task and that he can trust you with it. And so let's talk about this mission and what you have done so far and where it's at and what we can do to help and how we can just, uh, yeah, let's talk about can, it. Can we what? just go back one oh, minute? Golly, no, I just, I just, <laughs> cause I'm thinking like, like the average listener is going through something not nearly like that, but it's, it's their own. It's their own situation that is caused. Yeah, just most are not this dramatic, and I agree. Yeah. And that, but that's it's also why people will listen to us because they'll go, "Oh, oh, well, yeah, you understand. I can talk <laughs> to you. Like, I, I, I trust that you, we're, we've become the authorities on on pain, discomfort, and, and belief in, in a big God." So, when these bad things they they appear to be bad things happen, you've already stated a few things. You, you you had to get free in your trust in the Lord, and you had to believe that God had ordained it, had good things intended, like. Like Romans 8 says, you know, you can bring good things out of bad things. Um, but, but there are some who are listening who say, well, yeah, but I, I'm so, I feel such anger. I, I'm so disappointed that this happened. I didn't expect this. And, I, and they have to battle resentment. Did, did you ever, either one of you ever, you know, feel the shadow of that trying to encroach on you? And if so, what did you do about it? And if you didn't, can you help those who are battling that? That is a really normal, you know, and, and understandable uh, set point. And yes, I did at times. Yes. Yeah, I vacillated <laughs> in and out of all the emotions, all the feels. Okay. I've had them all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you know, there's a reason. And th- so, so when I'll tell you two things, what I did when that happened was I always questioned it. You know, is this serving me? Is this serving my daughter? And that was always no. Right. You know, this is not the serving. Yeah. To ask is it normal? Yes, it's normal. Is it helping? Not a bit, you know, is it, Mm. is it moving, you know, and, and then is it in alignment with what God promises? No. And that's why it feels so bad. (laughs) Right. Right. Because it's not the truth. 
Uh-huh. And that's where I, I really liked that's, that's, I guess, a lot of what I like to help people with is, you know, the reason why that feels bad, the reason why anger feels bad, and the reason why sorrow and worry and regret and all of those feel bad is because it's not the truth. It's not what lie. God promises. And so I think that's where, you know, I really tried to fill myself up with the truth when I felt like I was getting caught up in a lie, you know, which was, this is not supposed to be happening. I am pissed off that it is happening. I should be traveling with my daughter and dancing with all of her friends. You know what I mean? It's just like, I go, whoa, because <laughs> I, you know, am living an extraordinary experience that God means for me to live right now in this moment. So amazing. Yes. And so that's where, even I just, though it's difficult, it's and difficult, difficult yeah, and it's hard, yeah. and, and you know, but we are where we are. What is it? I think it was Abe Lincoln that said, uh, "Things work out best for those who make the best of the way things work out." Mm-hmm. That's good. So this is the way things have worked out, and we are here. Mm-hmm. This is where you play the ball where it lies, kind of mentality, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. we're hitting out of the rough, but we're still in the game. Yeah, you know, we're still we still got a shot. We're still shooting at the pin. You know, you are making the the best Uh, of it. And so much of it, so much of it that that what we're hearing, so much of it is, you are decision makers, Mm -hmm. and we love that about what we're hearing because that will encourage others. You actually have the power to make a decision. It's a mindset. You can choose faith over fear. And you can choose truth over lies. And Michelle, what you just shared, that is profound simplicity. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be overly complicated. You don't have to read a lot of theology books. You just got to believe it. <laughs> you either believe the truth or you give into the lies. Yeah. And our pastor used to say, you know, in your knower, mm-hmm. when you hear the truth, you know what I mean? When you know what I mean. Right. It's like you said, you don't have to read theology. You don't have to. It's just God gives us a factory response <laughs> to the truth, you know, right. factory self response yeah, that we go, that's good. that sounds like God's truth. You know, I get that. That resonates. So, and that, and that's where I think, you know, you just have to trust that feeling, you know, yeah. and, and, and also be aware of the feeling that feels off. There's a reason it feels off. And so this happened in 2016. So it's right. now. 2021. So JFA is a little bit older here. And tell us, um, because those that are hearing your story for the first time, they haven't seen JFA. They don't know what condition she's in currently. Can you tell us a little bit about where she is today versus where she was, uh, you know, right after the accident? Well, yeah. So right after the accident, she was intubated. I mean, she, Mm -hmm. she was Mm -hmm. living from a machine. Right. Um, and then after she was able to breathe on her own, we just slowly went into rehab and it's, you know, people see where we are today and she's smiling and laughing, but they never saw the contractions in her body and they never saw the neck that couldn't turn. They never saw her eyes that weren't operating. They never, I mean, so many things. Um, what I say, when you see a duck coming across the water, it looks so smooth and so easy, but under the water, there's a lot going on nonstop. That's kind of how we felt. We, because we work every day, every day. 365 and she works every single day to come as far as she has. And what that looks like today is laughing and smiling and communicating. And and she was looking at an eye gaze machine today and answering questions. She can answer test questions. She can say with her eyes. 
Yes, yes. with her eyes. Oh, um, cool. She's eating uh, from from mouth now, so that just mm. you know this this brain does reconnect. I, I don't want to call it healing. So cool. it reconnects it, rewires. Let's call it healing. Yeah, let's call Come it. Come on, let's call it healing, Jason. <laughs> it, it's it's actually just rewiring. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It, you can pick up all of these things. Those neurons. Get. Yeah. When when you have a major brain issue like what we have, getting hit in the head that hard, you usually don't die of a brain injury. At this point, you die of something else. You get mm-hmm. sick, your spine becomes curved. There are other things. And so, yeah, there's uh, a lot more. There's a it. lot going into keeping her smiling and laughing and, and happy and then this brain continuing to reconnect because that could take years and even decades. Um, to keep the organs functioning. But you got to make everything else work. So, she's doing pool therapy, aquatic therapy. She does robotic Amazing. therapy. Our dining room is robotic right now. <laughs> yeah. We're about this big robot. We're not going to have a Thanksgiving anytime <laughs> no, soon. No, <laughs> we run a hospital from our house. Uh-huh. So, uh, but but it's but it's our it's our new life. It's our Amazing. family, and it's Amazing. beautiful, and it's fun, and we smile and we laugh, and we're every new little miracle is so freaking beautiful. It's just like a newborn. Yeah, um, yeah it's like a newborn, you know. It and, and it's Jay and she's happy, and we're happy, and there's just beautiful feedback loop of energy when when this body just keeps rewiring and it's not the life that we thought we would have, but it's awesome. It's mm. beautiful and it's fun and it's, and it's an extraordinary. It's, and she's it's 17 unlike. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's 17. And uh, I, I just, I just love you guys. I love um, the Holy spirit in you and how you just shine. And um, it's beautiful. I want us to get to uh, the nitty gritty of how we can start to make a difference and mm-hmm. what you are doing on this mission that God has entrusted you with. And let's let's talk a little bit about what you've done so far and where you need our help as as community and those that listen and uh, how we can get this situation to change. So our, you know, initially, like Jason said, I mean, it was just such a such a like surprise that our car did exactly what it was supposed to do. I'm like, how can that be? You know, how can we how can we all be driving around in these cars and not know that this is a a real and eminent threat of danger, you know, to our our children. To the most precious of cars, right? (laughs) So, um, so we were like, this has got to change. You know, we got to figure this out. And so when we sort of, you know, put that energy out in the world, then, you know, we, we realized that, okay, yes, there's opportunities here. The Seatback Safety um, Act has been in play. Um, so modernizing seatback safety. Modernizing seatback safety. So seatbacks have not been really updated, or their their regulatory, um, you know, their the conditions of that they have to meet have not been updated since the fifties. So that's ridiculous. And yeah, and. So we realized that this act, this Modernizing Seatback Safety Act had gone through Congress. It hadn't done anything yet. And then it was reintroduced. And so we started working with Jason Levine from the Center for Auto Safety and like, how can we get this thing passed? So they've done some amazing work. We've done as much as we can to, you know, push on senators, to push on representatives. So right now it's gone further than it's ever gone before. So it has actually been, I'm just going to read, it's been um, included actually in the Invest America. So it's kind of, it's been put into a bill with other ones in this Invest America Act through the House of Representatives. And basically what um, they're saying is it, it's also requiring a final ruling within two years. So basically that could be into law within the next two years. That's the, you know, automakers should have done this already. 
Mm-hmm. The National Transportation Initiative should have done it already. Everybody should have done this already, but now you go through legislation to actually make it happen. So this may be still two years away, but it's closer than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And so they said it's a big deal. Nothing close to this has ever happened, has even happened since 1967. So it's not a law yet because it has to pass the Senate. So we're in good shape in the House. We now need to pass the Senate. So what we've really asked is that you know, that people contact their senators and say, the Modernizing Seatback Safety Act needs to be passed. It needs to be a final ruling and things need to change. Mm. So that's really, would you say that? And and they want for the Senate to take up the same sort of guidelines that the House has created. There's a mandate and an end date and time Mm. with what the the House bill right now. And the Senate bill, they have one moving through as well, but Mm. there is no finality to the timeline. So it could really lag on for a very long time. Of course, Mm. you need the House and the Senate to agree on this to create a law. So it could be longer than two years, truly. But there's this requirement. We want we the the ask is that you speak to your senators and say we would like you to emulate what the House has going on over there. Mm -hmm. And they have some some vernacular and verbiage around finality of date. Do you think there's any chance that as more and more um, attention is paid to this problem, that some of the automakers would just step up. They don't have to be mandated. They just will step up and start. I think it's highly possible. There's more, there will be ongoing more pressure on these automakers and more awareness than ever before in the past because of stuff like social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michelle and I are doing constant interviews. We've got the one tomorrow morning and another one right to this week with big media outlets. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're just yeah. going to keep telling our truth. And, uh, you know, once again, we know this is in God's hands. And so we're just trying to be a vessel for right now and uh, speak, speak the truth and speak God's truth in our life. And uh, we know it's going to be a happy ending. That's so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. And, and it isn't, um, a big deal to go and and make your voice heard. You know, people just need to. No, these are your representatives. That's what right. they're there for. You can talk to your congressmen and your senators. That they are your people. Exactly, and you've probably learned a lot more about uh, how all this works than you ever wanted to know, right? I feel like we're back in government <laughs> should, class. Should, should have paid more attention <laughs> yeah. in government class. Yeah, right, right. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. Well, God bless you both, yeah. and um, thank you for sharing your story and the great work that you're doing because this does need to change, and people need to be aware. They're just yeah. not aware. Yeah. And so, uh, with you guys stepping up to that plate, um, I know that this is going to change. Mm. So. And I just want to mention to to listeners who are going through their own hard time right now, and. Uh, they feel like I, I just don't understand what the cause would be in all of this. I don't. I don't see a vision like that. So just just give them a little bit of uh, oh, a little motivation to believe that just as you said earlier, God can actually ordain something like this because He has something good in mind. Because there's somebody listening right now saying, "Well, I'd like to believe that. I just I just don't know where to find that good thing that God may have ordained." And I mean, you truly, the two of you are living out. Uh, that verse in Romans that God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So can you give them just a little shot in the arm because they're not quite sure how this could be God ordained? What we is don't God have to have a shot this? in the arm. No, not but, a shot um, in the arm. <laughs> Whatever kind of motivation to the heart you can give. Uh, well, you know, what do they say? Seeing is believing. I don't think that's true. I think believing mm. is seeing. I think wow. one's got to come before the other. You got to step out in that faith because a lot of times it doesn't make sense unless you connect the dots backwards. Right. You know, That's like, good. like, you know, That's like, good. um, 
the Apple guy, what's his name? Steve used Jobs. To see, now, Steve Jobs used to say that, you know, it, none of this made sense until you could connect these dots backwards. We don't, when you see forward, you can't see three feet in front of your face and right. you don't know where the staircase is going to lead you. You just got to figure out where that first step is. Right. If you can motivate yourself to the first step, you know, this, the path will light up for you. And um, I think it will all make sense, you know, and sometimes it doesn't make sense for months or a season, but it will. And it does. And we've had to literally step out in complete faith because it was like, really, this is where we are. And, uh, but, but you just, we had deep belief in God that God had a big plan for our daughter's life and, and uh, he picked our family. So 100%. Uh, go ahead. Michelle. One thing I was going to say though, is, is that, you know, are there people that smile during trials? Mm -hmm. Are there people that smile at funerals? Are there people, can you thrive in hard times? Do you ever know anybody to do anything well and happily during extreme trials? Mm. Count it all as joy. That's possible, you know, and and, and I know people that are miserable that seem like they have everything in the world. So your belief is a choice. Your happiness is a choice. Your smile is a choice under every single circumstance. Hard ones and easy ones. Mm-hmm. It's still a choice. And, and and everything in between, you can be, and that's up to you. But I would say what Michelle said, how does that feel for you? Is that working? What is that? Does that feel good to you? Is that in your is that your truth? Yeah. Is that what God's got planned for you? Does it feel right? And often they're like, no, I feel terrible. It's awful. And then you're like, okay, well, are you open to new inputs? Are you open to some other ideas? Are you yeah. open to the fact that perhaps this is ordained and it's supposed to be for you and that there are new things you're going to learn and there's a new life and a new potential for you out there. Um, and if you can start there with that feeling, I think that you can, you can move mountains. If you can just say, I'm open mm. show me the first step. Okay. Amen on that. Uh, that, that is good. You know, you're, wow. you, you guys, your faith yeah. is contagious Very. and your attitude uh, is exactly what we need. It's, it's sort of like a reset of a mindset mm. and it's just so, it's so healthy and it's so inspiring. I cannot thank the two of you enough. And you've, you've got a beautiful marriage too. I just, I want yes. to say, because a lot of people go through tough times, it, you know, the marriage can be really strained. You hear so many mm-hmm. stories of mm-hmm. divorces that occur because it cannot handle the, the trauma of what's taking place. So we've got a strain. I mean, when you're tired and slept in weeks and months, you're snippy and like, it's hard, mm-hmm. difficult, you know, I, just lack of sleep can wreck your mindset. And I just, that's for me, I just know sometimes that our toughest parts of this have just been when we hadn't slept in months. Yeah. It was giving each other grace. Yeah. yeah? And having that respect. Well, yeah. I, I just appreciate you guys so much. Thank you yeah. for everything that you've shared here. And I love that the believing is the seeing um, because that that's powerful as opposed to seeing is believing. So thank you for what you're doing. We will put all this information in the show notes to um, encourage people and push people to go and make a difference where they can. But we really appreciate you. Give Faye a big hug from us and uh, God blessing. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we love spending time with you right here on Your Biggest Breakthrough Podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. But until then, just head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment and we would love to dialogue with you there. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.